Merry Christmas. Ah, I can't wait. It's huge. <gasps> On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Um, <laughs> uh, what? What is this? A partridge in a pear tree. What the hell am I supposed to do with that? You don't like it? Dude, you gave me a, a bird sitting on a tree. You told me you wanted that. No, no, I didn't. Uh, when did you ever hear me say I wanted a bird on a tree, Craig? Yes, you did. We were texting and you said you wanted a partridge in a pear tree. Remember? You were at GameStop. No, I didn't say I wanted a partridge in a tree. I said I wanted a cartridge under the tree. I was talking Super Mario Brothers 3. I wanted the cartridge under the tree. Okay, but you wrote partridge. What? Ah! Uh, oh, no! Autocorrect change cartridge to partridge. Are you serious? Oh, <laughs> well, that makes better sense. Uh, you think? Can you at least appreciate that I found a partridge? Uh, what am I supposed to do with the bird now, Craig, huh? I don't know. I was wondering why you wanted it. I was trying to be nice. I hate you, autocorrect. So you sure you don't want the partridge in a pear tree, then? Um, yeah, I, I'm sure I didn't want that. Hey, I'll be right back. Um, I need to make a phone call and cancel the two turtle doves I got you. They're supposed to be delivered tomorrow. Turtle doves? You said you wanted them. I said I wanted dove chocolates! Oh, that makes more sense. What's going on, everybody? This is another episode of To Be Continued with Cristela Alonso, and as usual, uh, as far as I know, I am Cristela Alonso. How's everybody doing right now? I hope everybody had a great week. I am actually in my uh, in my apartment downstairs. I have a two-story apartment. I don't mean to brag. I'm downstairs, and uh, the downstairs is where I have the bedrooms, and I don't really come down here very often. I spend most of my day upstairs, and um, it is December 6th. I'm down here, and it is cold, and um, it's chilly. I actually had to put on the heat. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with me, let me tell you that I run hot. I am always hot. I am always very warm. I sweat a lot. Now, I'm one of those people that loves winter because of the cold weather. I like cold weather a lot. Though, um, I also hate cold weather because you can't really protect yourself from it. I know um, years ago, I used to go to New York quite a bit um, because I used to do, I used to guest host The View 
quite a bit. And um, there were times where I would get booked to do the view, like in February. February was probably one of the cruelest months I think uh, I had because I wasn't prepared for it. I remember uh, flying to New York and landing at JFK, looking at my phone, and uh, it was two degrees. I mean, I went out with my friends, Abby and Danielle, who were doing my hair and makeup for The View, and we landed. I remember we checked into our hotel. We were hungry. We went to oh, we went out to eat, and we were crying. It was so cold because we were not used to the weather. But um, I came downstairs, and I noticed it was a little chilly, and I put the heat on, and, you know, now I'm getting to that point where I realize, oh, God, yes, it's of course, it's December, it's December, and uh, this is what happens in December. We start getting a little chilly. Now, I'm not saying that I'm living in the coldest place ever. I was actually telling, I was telling my friend today, uh, I was just telling him a little while ago, I don't know why, but every time you mention weather, how sick you are, or how you like to eat spicy foods, it, it becomes a competition. I'm not saying that New York is the coldest place ever. I'm saying that it's cold for me, you know, in February, like January, whatever, right? Every time that I make a statement about going somewhere cold or going somewhere hot or I don't feel well or, you know, I like eating spicy food, there's always someone that's that wants to compete. If I say that I'm going somewhere cold... I actually tweeted about it. I tweeted that I was going to New York. I'm going to New York next month, January, for about a week um, at the end of January. And I started pricing hotel rooms, you know, blah, blah. And I started noticing that all the hotel rooms are stupid cheap. Like, they are insane. It, it almost seems like New York is having a clearance sale on hotel rooms for the end of January. I was finding rooms that were under 100 bucks. That's how crazy it was. And the moment I started seeing... The prices, I started thinking, oh, it's extreme off-season. People aren't really going because it's hella cold, of course. It's like they're giving you a reward for saying, you know, for, for wanting to go to New York at that time of year. But, yeah, you know, it, it's funny. I posted, you know, I posted exactly that, basically, that the hotel rooms were cheap because I know that it's going to be cold during that time. And right away. You get people commenting, oh, yeah, well, blah, 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 it's colder. You think that's cold? Well, blah, blah, blah. I didn't say, nowhere in the tweet did I say, hey, you guys, I'm going to the coldest place on the face of the earth. Oh, my God, there is absolutely no way any other place is colder than this place. I never said that. I just said, hey, New York is going to be cold. I think that's why the hotel rooms are so cheap. And it happens all the time. Every time that uh, I don't feel well, I mention it to somebody, and suddenly that person starts not feeling well. And, and not only that, but they always have like one extra symptom more than I do, or they, they feel a little worse. You know, it's always that, it's kind of like the Price is Right uh, part of the show where, where you're bidding you know what I mean? Where they bring out something and you have to name the price and everybody's like, oh, Susan from Nebraska, what's your bid? I'm the stove. I'm going to say uh, $1,100. <laughs> then you move to Susan. It's like, Tim, what do you want? Uh, what'd you say? $1,100? Uh, 1101 <laughs> And this guy totally, like, just screwed Susan over, right? 
that's kind of what it's like when I say that I'm sick. I'll say something simple, you know, like, you know, I don't know if I'm getting sick or something. And you have to know, I don't complain about getting sick. I, I'm the person that if, if I feel like crap, I still want to work. I still want to do things uh, because that's how I grew up. My family, that's how we grew up. Even when we were sick, we would still do things. We would still try to live our lives. And, and you know, we were just never brought up with the whole you're sick, you need a rest, blah, blah. We, we weren't, because we didn't grow up with a lot of money, so there is no time for rest, right? Anyway, it, I, the spicy thing is also, like what I was saying, the spiciness is always a, a competition. Now, you gotta know, I am like legit old school Mexican that like, uh, I was brought up, I was taught to eat spicy from, you know, from birth pretty much, you know? I have always eaten a lot of spicy food. I'm the, you know, like, I remember my mom, when, when, when I was a kid, my mom would make these, like, bomb-ass refried beans. Frijoles refritos. Oh, my God. They were so good. And what I liked about them, she would buy a can of, um, of jalapenos. And she would pour the juice from the jalapeno into the refried beans, into the frijoles refritos. And they were so good. They added such a great flavor to them, you know? And I remember loving them as a kid, and I have noticed that throughout my life, the older I get, the spicier I want stuff, you know? I always tell people, I think that sriracha, sriracha, sriracha is like my, sriracha is my ketchup. I mean, really. Sriracha is my ketchup. Like, no joke. I add it everywhere. I mean, really. When I use sriracha on, on anything, it looks like I murdered what I'm about to eat. It looks like there's blood everywhere. Uh, but I love it like that. But it's true. Have you not noticed? Anytime you mention cold weather, anytime you mention like getting sick or, or spicy food, it becomes a competition. Everybody wants to tell you how much colder, how much spicier, how much sicker. I don't understand, but it's like a competition that never ends. It never ends, you guys. So, um... Anyway, back to what I was saying. I came down here and it's chilly and I had to put the heat on. So I don't know if you can hear the heat right now. I'm like my heater in, in the apartment. But um, it's weird. It's, it's, it's weird to think that now I'm kind of at that moment where um, I'm starting to finally feel the change of the seasons. I know that a lot of the country has already gone through, you know, you guys are in winter, a lot of you. Um, I'm not, and, uh, and I'm, I'm sorry that I'm not, but I'm moving in there and doing, uh, LA is doing our version of winter. We're moving into that. Um, so I'm down here. It's getting, you know, it's getting a little harder. It's getting a little harder for me to, uh, go out and walk my wog. I've been using that term a lot lately. My wog, half walk, half jog. I've been doing it, uh, usually in the evenings, but, um, it's at that point where now I might have to go buy maybe like two long sleeve shirts to kind of do it because I've noticed that once it becomes evening, we're going into the 50s and I run hot, but you know, there's always a couple minutes right at the beginning of my walk where I am cold and immediately soon after within minutes, I end up taking off my, my hoodie or whatever. And I always end up running in a, in a tank top. But, um, you know, that's kind of something that I wanted to talk about right now is that in the past couple weeks and uh, the past couple weeks, yeah, literally, I think two, I think we're going on two and a half now. 
I have been um, trying to schedule my life a little bit more, trying to add more structure to it. And that is something that I have been talking about for a long time. That's something that I actually, I brought up, uh, I brought it up to my therapist a while ago about how I like having discipline and I like having structure. And it's because I grew up with it. My mom, uh, my family, we had a schedule. You know, first of all, my in my family, we were never allowed to sleep in. So we always had to wake up early. My mom grew up in, in a little village that was kind of like a, a rancho, a ranch, you know, kind of like a, like a little ranch slash farm in a way. And I want to say she kept uh, farmer's hours, you know, her entire life. She would wake up at the crack of dawn. And because in her village they didn't have electricity, um, once the sun set, it was pitch black. So it was basically time to go to bed, I think, you know. So my mom never let us sleep in. So as a kid... Growing up, I would always have to be up by about eight in the morning, you know, in the summer. You know, if I wasn't going to school, I would have to wake up at eight. Sometimes, very rarely, would I wake up at like nine in the morning. And my mom used to get so upset, would get so mad. And my mom would sometimes get so sarcastic with me. You know, like, I remember one day I woke up, and I'll never forget this. It was like 9.15 in the morning on a Saturday. And uh, I knew, the moment I saw what time it was, I was like, oh, I'm going to get it from my mom. I wake up, I go into the kitchen, and I see her. And she sees me, and she pick up. She picks up the, the phone. We used to have a phone, like the wall phone. She picks up the phone. And she pretends she's in the middle of a conversation and she says, I, no, 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 no. Hey, everybody, it's time to cancel the funeral. My daughter isn't dead. She's just lazy. I, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Let's cancel everything. It turns out that my, my daughter didn't die because I thought she was dead since she overslept. But it just turns out that my daughter is lazy. So everybody go back to your lives. She hangs up the phone. And of course, she says this in Spanish. She didn't learn how to speak English. So, you know, and, and I think, you know, like my mom, I don't know why, but I guess to me, sarcasm in my family is always louder and more pronounced in Spanish than it is in English. So in Spanish, you know, she's like, ay, no, Dios mío, no, no, vamos a cancelar el funeral. No, 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 tenemos tanto plan, pero vamos a cancelarlo porque, porque mi hija no está muerta, es floja. Eh, eh, no, no, perdón, perdón. Like, she would just go on and on, right? And immediately, I knew I was in trouble, and I hated it. So we would always, our day was always the same. We would wake up by about 8, maybe grace period, 8.30. We'd get up at 8.30. We would try to, we would have some coffee. Even as a kid, I drank coffee. I, I was just raised on coffee. Um, we would have coffee. We would have sweet bread, you know, pan dulce. That's sweet bread and we would um and we would clean the house every day of our lives we would clean and I mean like not just pick up every day we would dust mop you know like like sweep mop we didn't have a vacuum cleaner we didn't we only had one you know we didn't have a vacuum cleaner. We would have those old school like um, brooms that you could actually just like roll over on the carpet. You can still buy them every now and then. We used to do that. We used to do the like 
sweeping, mopping. Uh, we would take everything off, like, you know, all our little, like, uh, knickknacks and stuff. My mom, now this is classic, you know, in my neighborhood it was classic, almost stereotypical, where um, my mom would have these, like, doilies. There's always these, like, lace doilies or, like, even worse, like a like a plastic lace-looking runner. And she would put it on everything, you know, and it was kind of like decorative. And on top, she would always have like these breakable little like um, like tchotchkes, you know, like little like she would have a glass swan or, you know, whatever. Right. And every day when we cleaned the house, we would have to pick up the doily. We would have to pick up that plastic lace looking, you know, runner. We would dust everything. We would dust the lamps. We would do everything. By 1030 in the morning, the house was clean. Spick and span. It was clean and after that we were allowed to to kind of hang out for a bit you know uh, as a kid uh, usually when the, the house was clean I would end up depending on the time of year I'd have to like study or I'd have to play video games I gotta tell you you guys I had to study I had to do homework during the summer uh, I grew up with a, one of my brothers used to go to college um, you know when he was in college he would have me do homework that he was doing as a little kid, like I remember I was maybe second, third grade, summer vacation came around. My brother made me read the adventures of Huckleberry Finn and write a book report for fun because he wanted me to learn. I mean, it was insane. Not only did I have a tiger mom, I had a tiger brother, but it was that thing where like everything was structured and we would always eat lunch at, a, at noon and we always had to eat as a family. We always ate together. And then, you know, around... This is around now noon. That was usually our lunchtime when my when my mom was still uh, when my mom was working a single shift at the restaurant she cooked at. Um, then she started doing double shifts, and we were kind of out on our own. And she would still come. Check this out. She would go in right after we cleaned the house. She would go into on her double shift days. She would go into work, work in the morning. She'd come home for like an hour and a half, two hours, a break. And you know what she used to do in her break? She would make lunch for us. That woman was a monster. She was a machine. I don't know how she did it. She'd make lunch for us, and then she'd go back to the restaurant she worked at and work her second shift. And, and get this, two shifts, six days a week, my mom used to make $150. $150 a week. Raised four kids off of that. Amazing. But I grew up with structure. I grew up with discipline. I grew up with, I like structure. And I've been trying to implement that in my life in the past couple of weeks because I really have been trying to get in shape. I mean, not to be overdramatic, but I always tell people, I'm, I'm trying to lose weight to live. When the doctor tells you that you need to, you know, watch out and you need to do things, you listen. You know, it, it's not about like, a, you know, there's so many diets out there that people talk about. I don't know the names of, of any of the fad diets. I've never really done fad diets or anything. I don't really diet. I don't believe in diets. Uh, you know, I, I think that um, I think that diets for a lot of people, a lot of my friends, I've seen how when they decide to go on a diet, they go from zero to 100% on the extreme level. You know, they, they get so... Um, so into it, but they're so hard on themselves that, you know, they, they give themselves all these rules and regulations on when they can eat, when they can eat, what they can eat, how much they can eat that 
they're setting themselves up to fail a lot of times because I, and this is in regards to people that I personally know, it's like, they're so rigid with their diets that the moment that they break from their diet, they feel defeated. They feel like they didn't accomplish anything. And I'm like, why be so hard on yourself like that? Look, everything's good in moderation. You can have whatever you want. It's not about denying yourself everything. You know, you, you just have to make smarter choices. You know, it's like I was telling a friend of mine, I had lunch with a friend yesterday and I said a line where, you know, I use it a lot and it's not even just about working out or anything, but it's in life. It's like, you don't have to work so hard. You just have to work smarter. You know, it's like, it's not about waking up every day and, and treating your life like it's a boot camp now. It's about just being more conscious about what, what you're doing and why you're doing it, you know? So past couple of weeks, I've been focusing on trying to get healthier, trying to get moving, trying to get physical and stuff. And I love it because I used to run a lot. Uh, I was a big runner, um, especially after, after my mom passed away. That was probably the moment in my life where I really got into running because she died uh, because of a lot of health problems that she couldn't, um, she couldn't, she couldn't take care of herself. She t started taking care of herself way too late in her life. She didn't have health insurance. She couldn't afford a doctor. After she passed away, I started running and I was running a lot. I was, uh, I was running about what I'm at minimum, what I'm doing now, six miles. And, um, and I really liked it, you know, and I like having that I like having that. It makes me happy to be active. And I forgot that it makes me happy. Isn't that weird? How sometimes you can pick up something that you used to do and all of a sudden you realize, wait a minute, why haven't I done this? It used to make me happy. I used to be happy to do this. So I realized that it makes me happy to go walking. And um, I started thinking about my day and trying to center it you know, around like trying to make wogging something that I do every day, you know, and, uh, you know, my friend Steve was saying that, uh, what it takes three weeks for it to become a habit for something to become a habit. So I'm at two and a half weeks. I'm about like three days away, I think from making it technically according to him a habit, but, um, I wanted to structure my life so that it has some kind of, you know, beginning and end my days, you know? So I started doing this thing where I, I've gotten to the point in my life where I wake up at like seven, seven thirty. My body just wakes up at that time. I don't have to set an alarm for it. It's my my clock, my body clock, my inner clock wakes up seven, seven thirty. So and I get up at that time because I love the daylight. You guys, I have learned that about myself so much. I always thought I was a night person. It turns out that I love daylight. And I never knew that about myself. You know, so I wake up at seven, seven thirty. I make coffee. Um, I try to have breakfast by like nine in the morning, you know, and, uh, usually I know that I will start getting ready for bed at 9 PM. I always do my bedtime ritual. I, I want to be in bed by like 10 30, 11 o'clock, 10 30 to 11 30. I just, you know, it's weird. It's, it's funny how the older you get, the more you realize how important sleep is. So, you know, when I was in my twenties, I, I would go days. I would, I would stay up all night sometimes just doing nothing, just like goofing off, wasting time, whatever. Now that I'm, you know, now that I'm in my late thirties, I'm like, you know, you know what? Mama needs eight hours and it's been working you guys. And honestly, I got to tell you, I feel so accomplished and it's something that I haven't felt in a long time. 
Because, you know, it's weird. Once you give yourself a schedule, once you give yourself a goal, you know what the end game is. So you know how to work towards it, you know? And again, I'm not thinking about, you know, I'm not thinking about trying to lose weight, you know, for any reason other than just trying to be healthy, you know? And uh, I say that the best diet that one can have is um, the best reason to lose weight is to not die. You know, and I think that sometimes um, we forget that. A lot of times when we want to lose weight, it's like you will not make a change in your life if you're not ready for the change. And this actually goes for so many parts of your life. You can't make a change unless you're ready to make a change. You can say you're ready to make a change, but you're not. You know, it's like I was ready to make a change because honestly, I had no choice. It's either continue your bad habits, not that I had horrible habits, but, you know, for me, my bad habits are neglecting myself. You know, it's like, I like to take care of people. I, I I like to take care of people. You know, my whole life has been taking care of people. My whole life has been trying to take care of my family. I, I am concerned for everyone around me. And I think that when you have that in you, uh, sometimes you forget to take care of yourself. You know, it's, um, it's that thing where, um, you know, you can't help other people unless you're taken care of. So, uh, for me, it was something that I, I'm really excited about doing for the past couple of weeks. Uh, I I've lost weight. I don't know how much, but I can tell I bought a pair of jeans and I bought a smaller size. So, um, you know, I've lost weight and, and it makes me happy that I'm doing something to help my health. And I think that's great, you know. I'm also very excited, though, at the same time, because today I talked to my nephew, David, and I got him tickets to come out here to visit me in L.A. He has never been out to Los Angeles by himself, usually. And he's in mid-20s. Uh, he's, he usually comes out here with, uh, the family. I always bring the family out for certain things. Last year I brought them all, you know, to LA and then took them to Hawaii, you know? So he's never been out here by himself. My nephew, David is really cool. I love this guy so much. He and I actually, um, we have always bonded over sneakers and hip hop. I mean, like legit. I, I will talk to him. He will show me sneakers. You know, he's like, you got these, we should get these, da, da, da. And and I love it because when he comes, when he comes into town, we are going to hit all the sneaker shops and it is going to be game on. And I'm really excited that he's coming because I love, I love when I get to see my family. So I'm really, really stoked about that. Okay. I'm sorry. This is like a long, long block of just me talking. Let's take a break and we will come right back. See you in a bit. Well, actually I'll hear you in a bit. Well, actually you'll listen in a bit. (laughs) Anyway, let's face it. The holiday season is coming and that's the time when a lot of us are going to gain a couple extra pounds a lot of us are going to be looking for the best workouts to lose weight. That's why I suggest you come down to my gym and be part of the hottest workout since Zumba. It's called manual labor. What's manual labor? It's a class where you work out like most of the U.S. does by doing hard work for very little money. Our classes are broken down into fun different chunks like picking fruit in the field while sweating the weight off and installing floors in the summer with no A.C., 
Come down and work out like the real champions. Manual labor. The secret is to work when you're hungry because you don't have enough money to eat. Manual labor, hotter than Zumba. Seriously, though, we should raise the wages. Like, seriously. And we're back! You guys, I have so much stuff to do. I've been trying to clean my apartment for the longest time. I've never, I've, I've lived in this apartment for what, three years and it has never been completely clean. Can I ask, do you guys have your house completely clean? And I'm saying this, the irony, the irony that I, that I, the whole irony of it all is insane because I just talked about how growing up I had structure and discipline and I would clean the house every day and it was like just clean, blah, blah, blah. I don't have that now. And, you know, uh, I live in a, a, a well-sized apartment and, um, I have never had it completely clean because I've never been home long enough to actually clean it. And like to the extent that I want to, I'm talking full blown cleaning. Like we open every drawer and get rid of all the stuff we don't use. You know what I mean? We meaning me and the, and the mouse in my pocket, but I have so much to do. I really want to do it. And now, you know, it's funny because now that I know that my nephew's coming, I feel like that's a deadline for me to like, try to get it completely clean by then. You know, and every day I do a little bit. So I cleaned my closet out last week. I've been trying to, you know, I I, I cleaned the bathrooms. Um, it's weird because people will always ask me, well, why, why don't you hire someone to clean your apartment for you? It's because I feel weird, you guys. Uh, you know, somebody said, why don't you get a cleaning lady? And I'm like, I am the cleaning lady. That's been my job my entire life. It, it feels weird to not clean you know, I do, I do everything for myself. And I think maybe that's, that goes back to just growing up the way I did. I think that so many of us are so used to doing everything by ourselves that we're afraid of asking for help, not even afraid necessarily, but we feel weird asking for help. I mean, I know I do. That's my case. Years ago, uh, when I started doing stand up, you know, um, the thing is, the thing was back then, um, my space was really hot. MySpace, you guys. I mean, I don't mean to brag, but I used to have a MySpace page. Years ago, it used to be MySpace was so hot that a lot of comics used MySpace as their their website, you know? And uh, I had been doing stand-up for, you know, maybe a year and a half, two years or something. And I remember um, I wanted a really snazzy-looking MySpace page. So I learned how to code. I taught myself how to code different HTML codes, you know, to like inject certain things so that my, my page looked really nice. It was hard. I did it all by myself just from like Googling, trying to figure things out, manipulating like little codes, the best way that I learned. That's how I learned. But you know, I, I couldn't afford to hire anybody to do it. And there were a lot of comics that spend a lot of money on their MySpace pages and a lot of comics that spend a lot of money on their websites. And I never had that money. So I did what any other person would do in my situation. And I forced myself how to do it. So everything that I do, everything that I put out, I do it. 
anytime you see a flyer for a show of mine, anytime you see, you know, um, any like my website, I designed my website, I, the headers, everything on my social media, I do all of that. I do it because I like having the control over how everything looks because it's so hard. It's so hard at times to hire people to do things and get them to do what you want if you can't articulate what you want. You know, so you can say, well, I like it kind of snazzy. Um, I like it kind of flashy, but not really. Um, I also want it simple, but a little complicated. Like the person that you're hiring is just like, what is this? This is just opposite day. Am I watching Paul Abdul and MC Scat Cat's Opposites Attract video? Everything you're saying is the opposite of another thing. So I learned how to do... I learned how to do design my own website and I learned how to do all of the, you know, the online stuff, the HTML stuff back, back in the day and whatever. And I, I have a program where I create all my little flyers and everything, you know, and it says a lot about who I am. You know, I'm the person that if I want something, like if I want something to wear and I look for it and I know that, that it doesn't exist, I will make it like, I will sew the thing and I will make it myself. Uh, that's what I, that's what I do. I've always done it. Uh, last season I wanted a Dallas Cowboys cardigan and yeah, there were some that were out there and stuff, but not like I wanted. So I made my own Dallas Cowboys sweater. I bought, honestly, obviously I, I didn't knit the sweater. I didn't have time to knit though. I can knit. I, um, I bought a uh, navy blue cardigan. I bought patches. I designed what I wanted and you know, it took me a long while to do it, but I did it. And I ended up with the thing that I wanted to do. So, um, yeah, it's really hard. I, I like cleaning my apartment and it feels weird to hire someone to do it. So, uh, it takes a long time for me to clean it because I'll clean like a certain room in the apartment and then it always happens. It's always the same thing. Then I have to go out of town. Like I have to go work somewhere. So then I'm messy up my apartment trying to pack for this trip. So it's like that thing where, um, one step forward, three steps back, you know, so I, I'm trying to get better. And that's why, honestly, what I did the, the, the screenings for Cars 3, where we rented out theaters across the country. Right. And I did it for the boys and girls club. And the last one was in McAllen, uh, weeks ago. And I decided to not go anywhere. Well, actually I decided. And so did my doctor, my doctor told me. My, my doctor told me, um, my doctor told me, uh, you know, we were changing medication and, uh, she didn't know, you know, like we were kind of concerned at how I was going to react to the medicine that I'm taking because the medicine that she had just taken me off was giving me some weird side effects. So I didn't want to, I couldn't go anywhere for Thanksgiving anyway, if I had planned on going to ta Texas to visit my sister and the kids. But um, I stayed here, I stayed local, and I am going to be in town, I think. I'm going to be in L.A. till the end of January when I go to New York, the coldest place ever. JK. Just kidding. But, like, um, I'm here till the end of January, and I have given myself all that time to get my life in order, to actually get my, well, by life I mean my apartment but I, I want to get it in order and I want to be able to like really live here and actually feel like it's a home, you know, because I think it's important, especially because right now, you guys, I need to have a home base that I feel comfortable in because right now 
I am in the middle of writing my first book. And it is the hardest thing I have ever done in my life. Oh my God. Holy shnikes. You guys, writing this book is the biggest thing I've ever done ever. It's bigger than the show. It's bigger than my Netflix special. It's bigger than being in cars. You know, it it is big because the book is about my life and it's about my life and how much I love music. And every chapter is, you know, different stories from my life. And as I write it, while I'm typing it, I'm thinking, wait a minute, does this make sense? Are people going to read the book? Do people read books anymore? Is my story interesting enough to 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 be a book? You know, is my life interesting enough to be a book? Because I'm hard on myself. And, you know, I say this all the time. I've said this on the podcast before. I don't think I'm special. So why is this not special person writing a book? Because a book is special. But, you know, it's like that thing where I need that home base. I need to feel comfortable. And um, I feel like if I'm in the place where I want to be, the way that it, that I want it to look, it'll help me concentrate and it'll help me, you know, actually take inventory of what the hell I'm doing. Uh, honestly, you guys, the book, uh, I, I'm supposed to turn in the book uh, in the spring of 2018. I don't know when it's going to be released. I, I do, you know, it's my first book, so I don't know how it works. But, um, you know, I do know for a fact, which I'm very excited about, that the book will be available in both English and Spanish. Uh, you know, whatever. But honestly, so anyway, going back to the book, this book is just a big undertaking for me because... Every time I do something that I've never done before, I question it and I always wonder if I'm doing a good job. And then at the same time, though, I always think it's not about doing a good job. It's about being honest. Are you telling your truth? You know, uh, an old acting teacher of mine used to always tell the students, you are enough. You are enough. Don't question it. You are enough. Don't think that, you know... This role is too hard. Don't think that it's too hard. Don't think that you're not good enough. You're enough. And I think about that a lot. And it's like, you're enough. So um, I'm trying to, you know, organize my apartment and get it to a, a, you know, a place that I like at the same time uh, writing this book. And, you know, trust me, let me take a moment to, again, reiterate. I'm going to repeat what I said towards the beginning of the podcast when I say, I am very grateful for everything I've gotten. I'm grateful for everything I do. And as terrified as I am when I do things that I've never done before, like this book, I go ahead and take the leap anyway. I can't tell you how many times in my life I have been so terrified of doing things. And I do them. And there's always that moment where I have a moment of silence where I always think to myself, Cristela, what the hell are you doing? Why are you here doing this? What is going on? Are you sure you want to do it? And I always start thinking to myself, yeah, of course you want to do it. That's why you're terrified. You are terrified because you're so scared because you want this so bad that regardless of fear or not this moment is going to happen so use that fear understand what the fear is let's do this
and I go out and I do it and I just hope it's okay. And then I start thinking, of course, it's going to be okay. Why? Because I'm enough. All right. Having said that, let's take a quick break and we will come right back. See you in a bit. Again, why do I see, keep saying see you in a bit? Anyway, you get what I'm saying. I'll be back. Okay, let me guess. You have a lot of shopping to do for the holidays. <laughs> if so, then come down to Kohl's. We always have the best prices in town because 90% of our store is always on clearance. Did you see a shirt that was regular price? Pfft, don't buy it. Wait a week and come back and get it for $4. All you have to do is search through our racks for hours and hours to find it, but isn't it worth it to pay nothing for it? <laughs> this holiday season, come down to Kohl's. We don't know how we're still open either. It's a part of the podcast where I talk about the thing I'm into this week part of the podcast where I talk about the thing that I'm into this week. That's like a, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to brag, but I just made that up on the spot, yo. <laughs> anyway, the thing that I'm into this week, like no joke, it's going to be specific as hell. I'm really into pajamas and robes this week, you guys. Okay, let me break it down. I didn't know the pajamas were a thing. Okay, when I, look, I, I obviously know that they're a thing now, but growing up, I had no idea that pajamas were a thing because I didn't have pajamas. I used to sleep in the clothes I, I, you know, wore all day. The only difference might be is that maybe I put on a pair of shorts every now and then. Sometimes I'd sleep with pants on. I, I, you know, my family, we didn't have money. There's no money for food. Ain't no money for PJs. So, um, this week I've really gotten into pajamas because I was saying that my apartment's getting chilly. The downstairs floor gets colder than the upstairs floor. So I've been, you know, I've been in the search of pajamas, like some really good ones. And I'm not asking people to send me links to pajamas or anything because I, I have a couple now. Um, it is hard to find pajamas that I like because I don't know what makes a good pajama a good pajama I never got them I never had them and you know what I've noticed uh, look guys I'm, I'm catching up late I am late to the party I showed up to the party everybody's cleaning up and I'm like let's party everybody but pajama real talk I don't know what makes a pajama a good pajama. So I had to like really kind of go out and check things out for myself. My friend Amelia and I went to the mall. We uh, went to places. First of all, you know, she was telling me, I, I love my friend Amelia. She is what I, we call each other super friends. Um, I like, I, I, I like hanging out with her because we're so much alike yet so different at the same time. So I was telling her that I wanted, first of all, pre-mall trip, Emilia and I went to Sizzler. Okay. Don't be jelly, but we went to Sizzler. We don't be jealous. We went to Sizzler. She's the one that introduced me to Sizzler. I've only been to Sizzler maybe three times only with her. Um, so we went to Sizzler before we went to the mall. Then we went to the mall. I told her that I was looking for pajamas and my friend Amelia said something, a sentence that I had never, I had never been told before. No one had ever said this to me before. I told her I was looking for pajamas. My friend Amelia says, oh, we should go look at Victoria's Secret. <laughs> what? 
don't go to Victoria's Secret. I, I Victoria's Secret is not my place. When I think of Victoria's Secret, I think of like not my style. I I don't do Victoria's Secret. Uh, I don't know what the secret is. I don't know what Victoria's Secret is, um, but I think the secret is, do you want to pay 50 bucks for a thong? I don't know. But, you know, I like, I like, like, I like hanging out with Amelia because I would have never thought about going to Victoria's Secret. So we went to Victoria's Secret and I felt like a dude at Victoria's Secret. Like I felt weird. I felt kind of like not embarrassed but just uncomfortable because I didn't even like, like there's just bras and underwear everywhere and it's just like man this is a big business like it's so insane and um I saw the PJs first of all why are pajamas such a such a big Christmas gift I don't get it it's like hey Merry Christmas now you can nap in you in a uniform I don't understand it but um I found, I actually found a pair that I liked. I bought them. They're like red plaid, which I'll probably take a picture of me in them. And, um, they're the separate, they're like the classic, like long sleeve button up shirt with like the, you know, with the pants. And, uh, I bought them and then I started thinking, well, hold up now. Cause I run hot. I said it at the top of the podcast. I sweat a lot. Am I going to get hot at night? Because I'm the person that even in winter, if I have the heat on, at some point, I will take the blanket off of me. Okay? So, you know, uh, first of all, let me tell you, when I was a kid, since we had no heat, we used to use um, these thick, like, furry blankets, uh, San Marcos. That's like the, the brand, you know, that a lot of my Mexican friends and family use. It's basically, if you're not familiar with San Marcos, it is a furry blanket that usually has a picture of like a lion or a tiger or a bear. We're really into animals keeping us warm. And um, the blankets, we used to use them as a kid because they were so thick. I can't use them anymore because I have heat now and I run hot and I sweat. So I was thinking, well, I bought these pajamas and they're really cool and I like them which I didn't think I was going to buy anything at Victoria's Secret, but hey, hey, what's that right there, you guys? I think that's called a new leaf. So I bought pajamas at Victoria's Secret. Then we went to Target, and I bought two robes at Target. Target, And um, that I liked, I actually, you guys, look, I'm sorry. I know it sounds like I, like I just moved here from maybe another like civilization or something. I I bought two robes because I tried one on and I thought, wait a minute, a robe is like a blanket you can wear. I know, you guys, look, I'm late 30s. I should know this, but again, not part of my life, not part of my history. I never thought about it. So I bought two robes. Then I bought a pair of thermal pajamas at Target. The, the long sleeve thermal top with the matching pants, all polka dots and stuff. And um, that one I'm sure I probably can't wear unless maybe I'm in New York because that is probably going to warm me up a lot. But I've been obsessed with pajamas and stuff and now I'm looking and I think I found them. I found a pair of really cool pajamas with dogs on them. Now... I love dogs. I don't have a dog. I can't have a dog in this building. 
But um, I love dogs and I'm obsessed with buying the dog pajamas. I've been buying these pajamas and robe, like the pajamas and robes thing, you know, like this week because it kind of goes with what I'm saying about like having more of a structure and being more disciplined. I want to have, I want to be, I want to make going to sleep an event. That way I know that my day is ending. You know, it almost seems like, you know, I was trying to explain it to Steve. It's like, um, it's like bookends. You have a beginning of, of the day and an end of the day. So, you know, I want to do the PJs, especially in the winter, because right now I do find myself getting a little cold and I wear tank tops and shorts all the time, all the time. So I wanted an option. And I can't tell you how much it means to me that I can afford sleep clothes because that's what pajamas are. Pajamas are clothes to sleep in. Like people have a sec, they have a separate wardrobe for sleep. And that's something that I have had a, tr- like, I've had trouble, I've had trouble like, understanding that because I, I didn't grow up that way. And, you know, and, and I don't have anybody to teach me about that kind of stuff. See, that that's what people don't understand. It's like, it's not about age. It's about experience. It's about your experience. And my mom, you know, didn't teach me about pajamas and I grew up with a single mom and you know, it's not like the birds and the bees talk. You don't sit down and you're like, well, honey, Christella, you're 14 now. And there are certain things you need to know. Some people when they're adults and can afford things buy clothes to sleep in. I know it's a lot to digest, but that's, that's the fact of life. It's not like that. So I know it seems like a small thing, but it is a big thing for me. I can afford to buy clothes to sleep in and, and they feel nice. And I am obsessed with them this week. To tell you the truth though, I don't think I found the perfect pair of pajamas yet. I don't know what makes a perfect pair of pajamas. You know, I don't necessarily want to match. Look, most of the year, when it gets warm, again, tank top shorts. That's all I wear. But right now, I kind of want the PJ thing. And it is weird to go into a world that you're unfamiliar with. I know it sounds insane. I know it might be ridiculous to some. But you guys, I mean, these are these are the little things. This is the kind of thing that I get grateful for. This is the kind of thing that I appreciate. To be in a place in my life where I can spend money on close to sleeping, that's cool. You know <laughs> I was talking, I was talking to, to to my friend Steve, and I was telling him about pajamas, and I'm like, it's just so hard to pick. Like, do I, you know, like, should I go for looks more than function? Like, I, what do I do? Blah blah blah. And he brought up a good point. He was like, Chris, how many people are going to see you in your pajamas? Like seriously, and you never have people over. When are people going to see you in your pajamas? And I thought that's actually a fair point. I I do. I do not have people over. Um, I don't, it really shouldn't be that, I shouldn't put much thought into it, like that much thought into it. But right now I'm researching it. I'm like, I don't think I found the right pajamas. And I'm trying to figure out what they are. But along the way, I'm having fun discovering that. So that's what I'm into this week, you guys. I know it's random, but pajamas and robes. Why has no one told me about this till now? Honestly, it again, what's that? What's that right there? What's that right there on my shoulder? That, my guys, that's a new leaf. 
That's what I'm into this week, pajamas and robes. I know it sounds weird. It might sound boring. But the again, the thinking behind it, I think, is very interesting. I had no idea that people bought separate clothes to sleep in. So that's where I'm at right now. I am totally into pajamas and robes right now. So that's about it for this week, you guys. I'm sorry that the podcast uh, has been like a day late or something. I did the podcast last week late, so it's hard to come up with another podcast in such a quick amount of time because, you know, in such a quick turnaround because I really try to put thought into what I'm going to talk about and I want to talk about things that are different and I think that I, things that I think are interesting. So I'm doing it right now and I should have it uploaded uh, tomorrow, which doesn't really matter for you guys when I say tomorrow, because if you're listening to it right now, that means that I uploaded it and it is ready to go. So having said that, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my my silly thoughts and ideas and stuff this week we talked about a lot yet did we really talk at all I'm kidding of course we did thank you guys for checking it out thank you also really quick shout out to everybody that's posted that they have been listening to the podcast it is hard for me to tell if anybody is listening listening to it or not it's something that I I am enjoying to do and I'm enjoying doing it and on I'm enjoying doing this podcast and uh, I'm still very new to this podcast game. Uh, I don't know how to find uh, find out if people are listening to it, but I can tell from your comments online that you are. Um, I've noticed that more people are listen to, listening to it every week and I'm very grateful for that. I hope that you're enjoying them. It's really, it's just a weekly chat with me. It's just, you know, you get to hear about what I'm into and stuff and You know, right now I'm into a lot of stuff like pajamas and cleaning my apartment and writing a book. It's insane. So thank you for tuning in, everybody. I hope everybody has a great week. Please go out, do something for yourself. Maybe go take a walk or something. Uh, Half walk, half jog. Go around, explore the neighborhood, take some time for yourself, listen to some music, zone out for a minute. Sometimes I always tell people, you know, if you're an adult and you feel stressed out, think about what you used to do when you were a kid and you were bored or you wanted to have fun. Go do that thing. You know, go back, have a little flashback you know, a flashback to your life, do something that that you enjoyed as a kid and you never know, you might enjoy it again even more on a different level. Maybe you appreciate it more. Who knows? Thank you for tuning in. I hope everybody has a good week again and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in. This has been another episode of To Be Continued with Cristel Alonso and guess who I am? I be the Cristel Alonso part. All right, guys, take care. Bye.